Hear your Philadelphia Mint 2020 American Eagle Silver Dollar Coins before they sell out. That's 1-800-386-8018. From the traffic center, just got a wreck northbound on the parkway just north of Green Cove. That one is coming in as a no injury, so HPD should be able to clear it pretty quick. Everything else looks good this morning. You be careful on your ride in. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor. Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that will get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. You hear that? Ain't nothing sadder than an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat. Well, look at here. Red Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Boy, it is a gorgeous day. We're up to 67. We'll get to 94. More sunshine. Not the breeze we had yesterday, but boy, there are a lot of people walking this morning. Uh, Gerald Clark is uh, is candidate and incumbent for Madison uh, City Council District 6. That's the one that kind of runs along Slaughter Road that nobody ever can figure out. And it's, well, it starts at Slaughter, goes down to Old Madison Pike, then north on Hughes Road. So it's all... It's a triangle. It is interesting. Much. All right, Gerald is uh, holds the distinction of being the first public official to ever have the uh, the, the mascot sit, sit in the lap. That's right. I'm glad to have that honor. <laughs> and she said hi, and then she left. So <laughs> I guess she remembers you. As All a right. cat would. <laughs> As a cat would, yes. All right, so I want to get to this, this voting, non-voting thing. All right, so so you hadn't been able to vote for a while. There, uh, can you vote? Uh, I mean, I guess that's the big question. You're running for District 6 again, and you've always, in, in my opinion, you, you've been kind of the contrarian in the council. I, well, that's a good way to put it. And yes, I can vote. There was a um, incident that arose last year, and it started with me speaking at a planning commission meeting, which is allowed. I can do that. I can speak in the public comment section of a planning commission meeting, and that's what I did. I spoke on a, a rezoning request. I ran through one of my college professor's lecture points on uh, how to zone land for the highest, best use of that property. And at the end of walking through this land's um, properties that it had going for it and against it, I determined that my professor would have said that the land was owned correctly as industrial. Mm-hmm. And, and, and plus with the timing we have in our economy right now with Tazda, Mazda Toyota, I'm putting two words together there. Well, that's okay. It took me a while to get it, get it right. I kept putting Toyota ahead of Mazda, but it's Mazda Toyota. But yeah. with the new in- industry that we have in this area, it would make sense to have land available in Madison to bring jobs. Because you can't do it with rooftops. You can't, I've been talking to every candidate about that. You, you can't keep doing rooftops. That's right? right. You can't do it with ro- rooftops. We need the money, and jobs are what drives your uh, city. It, what determines, it's what determines what your city looks like by the uh, education that these people have and the amount of money that they make. 
that determines how much tax revenue you, you're going to have and what your schools are going to look like. So you were recommending to stay industrial. Correct. And that got you in trouble. That What got me in trouble was that, that, was, that someone saw that I made an excellent point. And they didn't want me to make that point again in front of council. So uh, they, someone, and I don't know who this was, filed an ethics complaint. There were a lot of things in there, and I didn't know exact. I had questions after that was filed after as to what I could and could not vote on. So I had to wait a year for the ethics commission to respond to a letter and answer my questions about what I could and could not vote on. So during that time, you had to abstain? That's correct. For how long? Uh, I've stayed for roughly a year. And the, the year's up now? It's up. I have a letter now. Mm-hmm. I know going forward what I can and can't vote on, so I'm good. So you're told what you can, and so what can you vote on and what can you not vote on? What it comes down to is, it, and, I, and I knew this going into it, if there's a conflict of interest with my job, if I have a client that's going to gain money on something, then I can't. I didn't have any client associated with that project. So it was not an issue with that so, particular so, project. All right, explain the job connection, because I'm, I'm still a little confused. I work as a landscape architect for a civil engineering firm, mm-hmm. and we've got a real estate footprint here in North Alabama. So if there's a project that deals with a piece of property that I'm involved in uh, through my work, I probably need to abstain from that. Which you probably so do anyway. Right? Any Anybody who works in the real estate industry is probably going to have to uh, abstain from some votes. My opponent says she has a degree in real estate in the industry, so she would likely have to follow the same advice that I had to follow from my attorney if that happens. So the confusing part of this is, okay, so you're clear on what you can and can't vote on now. Correct. Um, Do you know what you violated? No, I don't. Why not? The... Alabama Ethics Commission works under the grand jury secrecy law here in Alabama. So everything is kept secret with that case. I don't know who filed it. I don't know what uh, violation I may have I may have done. Um, so you it's don't all, know what your, what your violation was? No, I don't. So this is like super secret probation, like from Animal House? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Very similar. <laughs> So, and you see why I had to wait a year for them to answer the questions I had after that. So going forward, uh, because, again, you're running, but that's going to be what voters want to know. Is, is he still going to be able to be effective I am gonna, with this ethics complaint? Well, you got to remember what I said was the truth. And if I can speak the truth that's going to scare uh, an individual into keeping me quiet, then, yes, I'm your most effective person to speak. So what do you suspect happened? I suspect that they thought my my uh, knowledge could sway a vote on city council. So they that was to shut you up, yes. basically. Yes, I, I, they didn't want the truth spoke. So are you allowed as a council member to express your, your professional opinion about how land should be zoned? Are you still allowed to do that? Yes, I can. Yes. So I, I abstained under the advice of my attorney. And I waited until I had answers just to be clear and make sure that I didn't do anything improper. All right, Gerald Clark, sitting uh, city councilman for District 6 in uh, the city of Madison. I just said that, didn't I? Uh, we got one more because we're packing it all in. His opponent, by the way, was up next. Uh, we'll talk more about why he wants to stay as your city councilman for District 6. Coming up.
care about is honesty and integrity. What a special friend you are. WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. He played seven years in the NFL as a running back before becoming a business consultant. Now Jason Wright is making history. Wright, who is 38, would join the Washington football team as its new president. He is the first African-American to hold such a position in league history. The NCAA's chief medical officer says if COVID testing in the U.S. stays the way it is, there is no way we can go forward with college football. Brian Hainline says for sports to resume this fall, everything would have to line up perfectly. The loss of football will have devastating impacts on the economies of many college towns. Two of America's so-called Power Five athletic conferences, the Big Ten and Pac-12, have nixed their fall football seasons. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr, brought to you by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Visit Granger.com slash recovery. Did you know that every year, public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At Donors Choose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Go to DonorsChoose.org and choose from teachers' requests that support reading, math, science, music, and more. Learn more at DonorsChoose.org. Donors Choose. Support a classroom. Build a teacher. Dell supports America's entrepreneurs during Small Business Month with all you need to office anywhere. Save up to 45% on computers and servers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Plus, save on top-brand tech while enjoying free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-ASK-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the tech that's just right. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash smallbusinessdeals. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, 1-800-211-6137. Celebrate the Second Amendment Sunday afternoon at 1 Gun Talk on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk We're going to play football Well, at least the SEC's got a schedule out We'll see what happens Uh, Nice day on the way, too 94, the expected high We're not going to have the breeze we had yesterday But we're already up to 67 Nice, cool start Uh, Gerald Clark is uh, the sitting... uh, 
uh, city, this, uh, good Lord. Councilman on District 6 Thank in you. Madison. I talk for a living, can you tell? <laughs> uh, anyway, would like to keep his job. And I want to, I want to, there's, I keep saying, and because the natives are restless. I mean, there are eight people running for mayor across the river in Decatur. It's, it's in Huntsville, it's in Madison, it's Decatur, it's crazy. Um, Obviously, there are people wanting some options, right? Or there are people stepping up that won't think people are wanting options. I know why a couple of them are running. I know what one of the big pushes was. But we're back to this, I think, there is a coming reckoning for for Madison. And and, and I'm not sure it's by any policy or or I think you're the victim of all this growth and how you handle that. And I think it's become rel- readily apparent because you were here pushing the the millage. I remember you, you being. I was here for the school tax vote. Yes, it, but I was. You reach a point where you can't do it with rooftops and sales tax. You have to have jobs within your city, and that that's kind of where we got to make that decision whether you're going to be Mountain Brook or Vestavia or Franklin or or, or Brentwood. I mean, these are high stakes. You right? have to have jobs. You have to have economic development. One of the things that came out of the last election was going door to door. You find out what people think is important. They said roads. They said economic development. They said schools. It, that's still number one this term as well. But what what came out of that going door to door was that I got the mayor to prioritize projects for a bond issue. We went through and looked at what the city needs and where they needed it, and out of that came the Hughes Road improvements and the Sullivan Street improvements. We also are doing the Wall Triana sidewalk. That's more of a safety issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it ties into Kroger and the schools. But out of that prioritization, we got improvements on Sullivan and Hughes Road, and that's where there's going to be some commercial growth. So that's going to help us out. It gets, Sullivan gets people into downtown. Downtown is destination retail. That's where people are going to come because it's a nice place to go. Um, it works for Bridge Street. It works for Providence. And I think we can grow our downtown a little bit. You've got this other issue, too, where you're going to have to work with Huntsville on 72. You've got probably Limestone County in the delegation. I think Madison is pretty much, as far as Huntsville-Browns Ferry, that's pretty much four-laned all the way through, right? Um, as far as it can go without having to deal with another jurisdiction. But that's got that's got to be four-laned at some point all the way to 65, doesn't it? it? Eventually it will, and there's, there's a lot of that that is in the city of Madison. What will happen is we'll have to have some right-of-way acquisition, and that's what takes the longest out of building a road. Fortunately, there's not much out there. No, this is a lot, a lot of big pieces houses. of property yeah. right now. And as it develops, you can ask for that right away as certain pieces develop. Uh, future annexation. Uh, this is where you start having to, you know, some somebody made the point nothing over, what, uh, three acres or something has been annexed over the last few they're, years. They're yeah. looking at one lot, less than three acres, uh, yeah. things that aren't going to impact the schools. So everybody's asking about cliff farms. That's, yeah, that's me the too. elephant in the room. <laughs> where, where does that go? And is, is it? I, I keep asking, is it a done deal? And I'm told it's not. I don't know that it is a done deal. And, and I can vote on that one, by the way. I do not have a conflict of interest on that one. Um, cliff farms is going to be a big question. There, There's Chick-fil-A's moving. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A, and there's going to be some pressure there. To, to have that in Madison. But, and Publix, too. But handling all the houses right now is something the school system can't do. So then you're back to 
because one of the questions I asked when you were here for the whole millage thing is, well, how do you not come back again? Well, you, you over-annex rooftops or build too many, too many rooftops, you're back asking for more money. Absolutely. Right? That's what smart growth is. We've got to look at how much money we have, what we can afford, and what our resources are. And we can't, uh, we can't spend more than we have, and we can't have more kids in the school than our school system can hold, handle. Mm-hmm. So we've got to watch what we're doing carefully. Do you at some point deal a, do, do you build a third high school, or do you add on the, the two you have? That's kind of up to the school system. Um, mm-hmm. They want to add on to what they have at the moment. Uh, there may be a third in the future, but that's won't be. That's not in their immediate plan if that happens. So the big the big thing is this because when you're pulling, you don't want to you don't want to choke the goose, you know you don't want to kill the goose, right? The golden goose. Is, that's right. You know, <laughs> Lay those golden eggs. So many people <laughs> come to Madison for the school system, so that's the thing we've got that we've got to take care of. I went to other cities in uh, Alabama. I went to to uh, Mountain Brook and. Uh, Hoover and those folks said, if you're going to do one thing, take care of your school system. You've got a gym, and they're mm-hmm. right. We need to take care of that. People move here for that. Jobs come here for that. Industry and retail come here because we've got that um, great school system. They know that. It's well, and you want to be careful you don't become Mountain Brook because Mountain Brook, to some degree, doesn't care. <laughs> They'll just keep raising their millage. I mean, it's the highest millage in the in the state, right? Yes, and I don't want to be there. I don't want. I want to be the number one school system in Alabama, not the highest millage. So, how do you get that industry? I mean, because we're not, we're not talking retail. Still, you're back to sales tax again, but you have some employment. But you got to get you got to get companies, engineering companies. You got to get some of the same things that are in Research Park. Is is there the ability to attract that? Well, you got to have open land. You've got to have roads, transportation. Some of them need rail. Some of them need the airport. We're close to both of those. Um, utilities have to be readily available. We've got that. I've, I've worked with Madison Utilities, uh, making sure that we have the water and sewer Madison has, uh, Ma- that Madison will need to continue to grow. And we have that. That's, that's a bigger project than the roads, believe it or not. And uh, we're about halfway through that right now. We've got our river intake. We've got a new water treatment plant. We're expanding uh, to the sewage system. So that that's all a part of being able to handle that industry, too. It's not something you think of right away, but it's an important part of that growth. Sounds like you want to keep the job. Yes, Sounds I like do. Sounds like you want to keep it going. Yes, I do. I still enjoy it. I still think there's a lot of uh, work to be done, and uh, I'm trying to do what the people in Madison would like to see. All right. As a, as a contrarian, yes. Um, Sometimes I'm the guy who will vote no. I'm the one who's not scared to say, okay, this project may be a little bit out of our wheelhouse. Maybe we don't need to go there with this project. And sometimes it's not no now. Uh, maybe it's just no now, right? It's you know next year it might be better. Maybe right? it's the price too. Um, the baseball stadium. That's a that was a controversial project. About half this, I polled folks, and about half the folks who I talked to liked the idea, and about half of them didn't. And it came down to money. So if it, it all depended on what that stadium cost as to what people would uh, accept and would not. Town Madison was a big gamble, and it still is, I guess, because you still got to get it. There's a lot of room in there because you got well the hexagons over there, so you've got you could put similar industry along that corridor as well. Right. I see Town Madison as a long-term project. 
uh, you got to work with ALDOT to get the flyovers built, and no ALDOT project is a fast-moving project. So I see that as a long-term project and not short-term. So the history on that one to be written, but not a bad investment to start with. At least it, it appears so. Well, I guess if, we'll see. Yeah, if, if that one takes off, it's really going to be a nice project. I All think. right. For because we're just like I said, we're packing you guys in like sardines here. Uh, why Gerald Clark for uh, for another term at District Six? I always listen to what the people say. I like to poll people before controversial votes to know what they're thinking, and I, I usually go with the majority on those things. What people say. Um, we need to improve our school system to make sure that we can handle the growth in Madison. I'm, I'm for watching that growth and not letting it get out of hand. Schools are number one in our city, and we need to take care of them. Smart growth means economic development. It means new roads, and, and we need to do the infrastructure to do that. All right. Where do they find your campaign real quickly? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, and my website is Gerald Clark Madison City Council District 6.com. That's right. a long one. <laughs> His opponent's next. Gerald, good luck, and a good seeing you. Thank you. Providing a little talk stimulus. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Got a wreck now in Morgan County, Highway 31, south of Red Bank Road. Sounds like that one's going to be a no injury. Northbound on the parkway just north of Green Coast coming in as a no injury. Are you hungry for sweet and spicy? Popeye's hot honey chicken, a signature side, and a buttermilk biscuit, only five bucks now. University and Jordan, 72 at Jeff and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. Our next level team researches real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. In the day on a good note with dinner and a charming atmosphere at Main Street Cafe in historic downtown Madison. Visit the website for weekly food and drink specials. Enjoy your visit inside or on the patio. Wine down Wednesdays with $3 off all wine by the glass. Thirsty Thursday at Main Street offers beer and cocktail specials. Main Street Cafe, 101 Main Street, next to the railroad track in Madison. Discover all they have to offer at MainStreetCafeMadison.com. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. 
we paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Home at last. Dear Lord, you know what a rough day I've had at work. Please help me to leave all my stress outside so I can focus on the precious people inside. Help me to give them my undivided attention without distractions of the workday. Amen. Mommy's home. Mommy. (laughs) Here's the beautiful family I've been missing all day. For tips on spending quality time with your family, visit Facebook.com slash Make Every Day Count. Do you ever feel like you need more hands when you're putting a project together? I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about an easy way to simplify assembly right after this. Ready for some home improvement inspiration? Full episodes and seasons of Today's Homeowner TV are now available on Crackle and Prime Video. Grab your favorite streaming device and watch Danny Lipford and Chelsea Lipford-Wolf as they help real homeowners maintain and upgrade their homes. Get their expert how-to advice and simple solutions to make your house the best-looking one on the block. Watch for free on Crackle and on Prime Video for subscribers. Search for Today's Homeowner and start watching today. You know that feeling. You're trying to assemble something that requires small pieces of hardware in tight spots. There's very little room for a hand to hold the part, let alone for your drill driver to drill a pilot hole or drive a screw. Or maybe you're trying to work overhead where you're fighting gravity as you try to hold a tool, a fastener, and the hardware. Try this instead. Cut a small piece of double-sided tape, like carpet tape, and stick it to the back side of the hardware. Now when you put the hardware into position, it will stay put without your help to hold it in place. You then have both hands free to drill pilot holes or install fasteners. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-443-0232. The humidor pipe shop is a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos, cigars, good friendly atmosphere. You can smoke inside. The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar. It's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here. I enjoy coming down here. It's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on a day's politics. 
The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. Inspiration without all that screaming. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. For rebates or special financing options in a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning 256-852-8825. You can also visit online. InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. If you liked yesterday, it's just like it, except we don't get the breezy part. Uh, sunny today, 94. And we got rain uh, coming in tonight, about a 20% chance. 50-50 shot tomorrow. We'll still get to about 90, but it's noticeably cooler. And we're up to 69 right now. All right. Karen Densing is, uh, is running for Madison City Council District 6. Um, the schedule just worked out that way. You get the incumbent, and then we get the challenger. So, how are you? Hello. Good morning. It's great to be here. All right. Let's. I want to get into because uh, this is the theme. I think we're we've gotten to with just about all the candidates. Um, I talk about this reckoning coming, where you gotta you gotta decide. You got you got sales tax. You got rooftops. Rooftops can't do it. You gotta come up with some other things. You gotta get jobs in Madison, right? You gotta have some industry. Definitely, you definitely do. Um, but there seems to be also, in talking to a bunch of different candidates, the question of whether, whether the council and the city has gotten too chummy with developers. I mean, you gotta kinda keep a distance, right? They're your, your, they're your enemy and your friend, depending on the day, right? Yes, sir, they are. Alright, so, so how do you see, Getting there from here without, cause, cause eventually you can't be, if, if you're, if you don't care and you want to be Mountain Brook, okay, fine, well, we have all, all rooftops, but you can only derive so much tax dollars from that for education, right? Absolutely. So where do you go? Well, you've got to have the three things that the people want most. They've got to have good homes, they have to have decent jobs, and we've got to have the good schools. Now, I've been out talking. I've been knocking on doors. I have talked to literally hundreds of people on their doorsteps, in their driveways, in their front yards. And they are telling me over and over, we have got to start managing our growth. But you can't kill the goose. You can't kill be careful, the goose. Right. But you can also, my background is in real estate. I did go to the University of Georgia. And there I learned the zoning laws, annexation laws, private property rights. Easements, all those things go into what all those things are important for planning a city. All right, you've got to plan ahead. Okay, in the past, they kind of really focused on residential. Mm -hmm. We're at the point now that we're over. We've got got too much schools. You do have to say no, but you also, each development that comes before me, if I'm elected, will be looked at. Does it bring in, if it's an economic thing, does it bring in more revenue than what it costs us in services? And if it's residential, does it bring in more property taxes? Because we do not need any more overcrowded schools. We do not need any more roads that are too congested. And that's what the people continually tell me. We have to look at those things. So if I'm on the board, I will assess it. Each development, each annexation, and I will say, is this a benefit to our city, or does it have too many costs? And if the costs are too high, it's not something that we want for Madison. We really do have to be careful. So, what about Cliff Farm? That that's the what that's the big uh, that's the elephant in the room, Cliff right? Farm a lot of rooftops. That there's some now. You got the Chick Fil A and the Publix, and you got some more commercial development there that's kind of moved out, and you want to bring it back in. A lot of temptation there. 
right? There's temptation, but you can't just look at the the candy that's being offered. You also have to look at what it's going to cost. Okay, is it going to cost us too many school classrooms? Will we have to build a third high school? Will we have to build another elementary school? And those are very high-cost items. So I don't think just bringing in a Publix and Chick-fil-A are going to cover those costs. Mm -hmm. So we really need to look. Will the rooftops, will the property taxes that also come in, will they be enough? And I'm not saying... We don't do any development. I'm not saying we do every development. I say we look at it. Just as a family looks at their finances, we need to look at the city finances and see if it makes sense. Are we bringing in enough revenue to cover our cost? So has the city been too chummy with developers at this point? Yes, sir, I do believe they have been. What about Town Madison? Good gamble, bad gamble? Or, or do we know yet? I like the whole concept of Tom Madison as it was developed. You had a lot of retail coming in. You had the homes to balance. It was a nice area. So far, we've got the homes in. We now have a stadium over there, which I would not have voted for, but we have it. Let's make the most of it. Let's have the good cultural things come in. Let's have the things that benefit our city. Okay, but so far I have not seen a whole lot of the retail coming in yet. Which takes a little while, I guess. It and does then, take but, time. But the rest of that project over the hill, where I, I keep calling it, it, it's hexagon, I keep screwing it up, but what used to be Intergraph. There's room there, I think, for more employment-type stuff along that corridor, right? Because it's oh, going to hook is. up the Wall Triana. I mean, it's, a, it's a big stretch is. of I developable served, property, right? Yes, sir. I served on the Industrial Development Board for Madison. And there we did bring in jobs through industry. My background, my, my graduate was degree was in why international firms located in Georgia. And you've got to look at what we have that's so positive, and that's our workforce. We have got an amazing workforce in Madison. They're highly educated. They also have all the, the skills necessary. But you want them working in Madison. Right. We okay. want them to develop here. That will also take care of our roads, I believe. If instead of everybody always getting on to 565 to head into Huntsville, they can work close to home. And those that want to, the millennials, they love to be closer to their home, and I think that's very important for quality of life. You know, this Mazda Toyota thing is going to end up, even though it's in Huntsville, is going to end up benefiting Athens and Madison probably the most, either with spinoffs of other suppliers or something. There's going to be a a good side benefit, I think. But back to this international uh, development thing, Mm -hmm. why are the Japanese companies and the Korean companies, I, I guess, is it culturally... We're more friendly in the South. What what is what's the magic sauce that makes all these companies, even the German companies, they want to come to South Carolina, they want to come to Georgia, they want to come to Alabama and Mississippi and Texas. What is it? Number one in my studies was first quality of life. Okay, they come in here and they see that Madison has a great quality of life. We've got we've got really good I don't know if anybody understands what's going on at the airport. Really good transportation over there. You can take advantage of those markets. You can, we have so many existing industries. If we can find those that are the supply chain to bring in their, their product closer, that benefits them. They have cheaper cost. 
it's a win-win when you look at it that way. But you've really got to study what's trending and what is important and bring that into our city. And I think we really have not focused on that. When I was on the Industrial, industrial Development Board, we did a study. And then the results of the study were never made public. Hmm. So I would like <laughs> so to know, well, why, do we do it, right? why did we do it? I think we really need to open our eyes, look at what's best for the city, what's best for the people, what's best to improve our infrastructure, and do it in a very wise way. It's but you're going to have to say no to developers, right? I mean, you're, if that's and, and that's what not it something takes. they're used to doing. No, they're right? not. But I am firm. I am firm. So what about impact fees? That was that was something that was suggested, and then it was kind of pulled back, because I, I guess, as I understand it, it was going to have to apply to businesses as well. And that's yes, one of the things you don't want to do, right? So that, that's kind of why they pulled back. Or, did, or is that why they pulled back? Well, I've been going to all the city council meetings, all the work sessions. I've been studying the issues. I was there the day they did the presentation on the impact fees. And at that point, that was a lot of good information because it covers the needs of, like, the library and the police and the fire and all the services that maintain our city and how much they need to continue to go forward. Well, if we don't do the impact fees, but you go forward with the in the building, who's paying that that? Difference. So if, if nothing's made up, somebody else is not getting right. service, basically. Either they're not right. getting service or the people that are existing that already are paying their taxes, they're being burdened with more taxes because somebody else has moved in. All right. Karen Denzen is uh, is running for District 6, Madison City Council. We've got a couple more seconds with her, and we'll get to a little politic and forward to coming up at the end. North Alabama's longest-running morning talk host. It's our way of saying he's kind of old. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Couple of wrecks. One northbound on the parkway just north of Green Cove. The other one in Morgan County. Highway 31 just south of Red Bank Road. Is that mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent. An easy-to-use oral device. Insurance approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. RandallSandlin.com or 350-CARE. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates the investment industry in Alabama and protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. Fraudsters attempt to lure investors by offering high returns and attractive products like a coronavirus vaccine or cure, rebuilding communities after a storm, or gold, oil, and gas. You are careful with your money, but fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Call before giving your hard-earned money to anyone. Don't get caught in a get-rich-quick scheme. Learn more about the red flags of fraud and find free financial education material on our website at asc.alabama.gov. That's asc.alabama.gov. Or call our investment hotline at 1-800-222-1253. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-489-7204. That's 800-489-7204. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19. Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC32. Establishment of a plan may adversely affect the individual's credit rating or credit scores. Non-payment of debt may lead creditors to increase finance charges or collections activity, including litigation. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Common Sense 101. He really makes it that simple. Tom Sullivan, weeknights at 8 and Saturdays at 3 on WTKI Talk. Well, the natives are restless. There's so many people running for public office. We're just packing them in here. Uh, Karen Denzine is running for Madison City Council District 6. You, you, you've, you've served in some other capacities, which I think, you know, we've asked other candidates who've uh, for various municipalities, and they go, no, I'm just uh, going to run. Uh, we've also had some people who've done other things, and they have a, a good idea of the work, what, how the machinery works. And you seem to be a really quick study, and you've been involved in industrial development. So you, this is something you seem to be. You, you have your heart in here. You, you got to have three stools, right? You got to have. You got to have jobs. You got to have rooftops. You got to have sales tax. But you can't make it on just the two, or your mountain brook. Right? you got to right. be careful. You have got to have a balance within the city. You have got to also, you've got the homes, but you've got to have the safety for the people. You know, I really believe that we have an excellent relationship with our law enforcement in our community. In the, in the nights when other cities were burning, I was out walking safely in the streets. And as I'm knocking on doors, I always feel safe. And I really... I did receive the um, Alabama Police Benevolent Association endorsement, and I am very proud of that endorsement. I am honored that they trust me because I think they are doing an excellent job in caring for our citizens. And it's a mutual commitment. We obey the laws. They enforce the laws. And that's how you have a very balanced, very balanced community. 
But you have to, you know, it's interesting because it, it, it's one of those things where, because there's an environment out there right now where, well, the statue thing is a perfect example. Um, you know, whether you agree with it or not, laws are laws. You either, you got to decide what, we, we don't want to get to a point where we're deciding what laws we enforce and what laws right. we, we choose to obey. We've got to have some kind of order, right? Right. You've got to have and, civil obedience within your society or you do end up. Burning buildings. And the, cop, the cops but, are implementing the policies of the municipalities, essentially. They are. They're doing what they've been told to do. They are. And the Madison Police Department, they have the certification for C-A-L-E-A. It's an accreditation that's a gold standard. And they everything that everybody says we have to have in a police department, they've already received it. They have already earned that certification. They are a front of the curve. You're a bedroom community. Yes, but you don't want to be thought of as a bedroom community. I want to get to some of that coming up here because I think, uh, again, having that three-legged stool where you have jobs in Madison is going to keep you from having to rely on rooftops and be Mountain Brook. I keep going back to that. More with uh, Karen <laughs> Denzine just ahead. WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Walmart's business was even stronger than expected in recent months. Its earnings and revenue both topped forecasts in the recent quarter. Sales at existing stores were up 9%, and a lot of people were shopping from Walmart online. E-commerce sales were up 97%. Kohl's quarter was also better than forecast. Home Depot also saw business jump in its spring quarter as people stuck at home purchased paint, tools, and other home improvement products to fix things up. Home Depot's earnings were stronger than expected. Its sales at existing stores were up more than 23%. People were also fixing up their cars. Advance Auto Parts says its profit and sales were better than expected and stronger than a year ago. It was helped by people spending unemployment benefits and government stimulus checks. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. They had snuck in in the night and committed these murders. Nobody had a clue about a who or a why. You got eight people dead, and um, things like that don't usually happen in a small town. I mean, they don't usually happen anywhere, and it was just a real shock. Four-plus years after these murders, and they couldn't have written a more sinister story than what's playing out in Pike County, Ohio right now. Listen to the Piketon Massacre wherever you get your podcasts. One in Morgan County, 31 south of Red Bank Road, and the Parkway northbound near Green Cove. Both of those came in as no injury. Should be clearing quickly. Everything else looks really good. Heavy traffic load, but I don't see any other problems for you. Snelling has admin and accounting openings. Huntsville.snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. 
I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Tradition at Stanlio's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides. Fried pickles, fried green tomatoes, hot stuffed peppers, mushrooms, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub. Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Follow Stanlio's on Twitter for weekly specials. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. You cat person, Daryl? I am. Love him since I was three years old. Vicious creature. Able to pet the pussycat and keep you informed. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Hey, we're up to 72 as we head to 94. And uh, nice start to the day. Gorgeous. And then rain shows up uh, tonight and tomorrow. About a 50% chance for tomorrow. Uh, Karen Denzine is uh, challenging um, Gerald Clark, who's the incumbent for uh, Madison City Council District 6. Uh, as as the schedule had it, uh, Gerald preceded you, and we've had this first time we've had candidates back-to-back. Um, did he adequately address his not voting? He says he can vote now. He's got the letter from the Ethics Commission that tells him that he can gives him some guidance. But he did. there was a time he couldn't vote. There was a long um, time he couldn't vote. Yes, sir. He had over 81 either abstentions or recusals in one year. Now, when you're doing that, you're just not representing the voter. It's, And that's the tenant of our representative government. And I sat there and I watched, and many, many people have talked about this on the doorstep with me. They're very concerned that their vote, they had no vote, and that was the problem. But as I can come in... I have zero conflict of interest. My knowledge based on my education is not going to stop me from being able to vote on any development, annexation, easement. I will be free to vote on anything. I now, do you work in real plan. estate now? No, sir. I okay. have not worked in real estate for years. I decided to become a stay-at-home mom. I raised five sons. Five? Five sons, yes, sir. Oh, good Lord. All good. <laughs> They're all good men now. And I really do have empathy for the parents who are now having to deal with the COVID issue and be at home and try to teach their children. I really have a concern for them. But as long as we can bring the children through emotionally healthy, then we can always teach them their math and their English. But I think if just for this time, if we can have emotionally healthy kids at the end, that'll be great. That's a big challenge. It is. It is. <laughs> but all I do. at home uh, to some degree. Right. All right. So back to, back to city business. I, 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 you know, it's interesting because a lot of people think of Madison as a bedroom community. That, that that's fine. But you don't. Back to this whole thing. You don't want to just be a bedroom community where people live. That's the challenge. 
but you got to, but you also got to serve with a bunch of people who feel the same way. Can you convince enough people to say no to some of this development? Yes, sir. I believe that I do have the communication skills, leadership skills. I have the background, but it won't just be my say so. We'll be looking at the numbers. We'll be looking at whether rooftops bringing in the money or not. We'll be looking to see are these things truly a benefit to the city, not just my guesstimate. You have to have the facts, but I really will stand by the facts. And if the facts do not show good development, it's not something I would vote for, and I would encourage others just by looking at the facts. You've got to understand. So there's a cost to all of this, whether you're doing industrial development or you're or you're bringing in subdivisions. Some, there's going to be a cost, an increased cost in services. Yes, sir. And there's a there is that question. I've never heard anybody actually ask to do them. If you do the math. Obviously, there's going to be a drop in services if you bring in more people to serve, right? There will, unless there's an economic benefit to offset it, whether it's the property tax that is enough to offset it or if it's the revenue coming in from a a retail type thing to offset it. But you really have to have a balance. All right. We always give the candidate the last word, which is our... Uh, which is our tradition here. Uh, why Karen Denzine for Madison uh, City uh, Council District 6? Because I will vote for the voters. I have listened to them on their doorsteps. I listen to their concerns. And if I'm elected, I will continue to go and talk to them on their doorsteps. They feel like they've been abandoned, they've been neglected. Nobody ever comes and talks to us unless it's election time. And that's not something I believe in. I believe in continually interacting and having these conversations, they're the important people. It's the voters. I represent them. I am still concerned that Gerald is still in a job where he can't vote on some things. Okay, I'm still concerned that he was found with uh, an ethics violation. It's kind of strange that nobody understands what that was, but it is still a concern. I'm so not sure I'm he understands that, it either from what I he was know, saying. I know, and that's really... All right, All right so where do people find your campaign? My campaign is on votekarendenzine.com or go to my Facebook, Karen Denzine District 6. Nice. All right. Great seeing you. Good Thank luck. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Your choice, your voice. Madison's District 6 deserves a voice on their city council. With Karen Denzine's knowledge of city planning and your voice, together we will support positive development for the city. She pledges to represent you. On Tuesday, August 25th, vote for the person who will be your voice on the city council. Vote for Karen Denzine, Madison City Council District 6. Your choice, your voice. This ad paid for by Karen Denzine. There are many important issues in Alabama today, and none are more important than ensuring our children have loving, nurturing families to care for them. There are more than 6,000 foster children in Alabama who need you to be the difference in their lives. So please join our team for foster children. Open your heart and open your home. Become an Alabama foster or adoptive family. Call 1-866-4-AL-KIDS and become the change in a child's life. Sponsored by the Alabama DHR, the ABA, and this station. Celebrating 